Hello. 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 This is Extreme Orange. Welcome to the Extreme Exchange. Today I'm joined with my good friends from Primary and friends Hello and welcome to another episode of the Extreme Exchange. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Megan and Gareth. Say hi. Hi. So as you'll notice, they are the first guests who are not the same age as me to be on the show and I'm very, very excited to speak to them. So we know each other because we used to be, un um, well, we used to be, I used to be under their care in the Boys Brigade back in school. Um, and they are currently still volunteering as officers there, serving and guiding the new generation of boys that joined the program. So Megan is currently a student at NTU and Gareth is currently working. So thank you so thank you both so much for making the time to be here. Something that, that also really bothered me was um, how sometimes ministry can uh, feel very corporate, you know, um, and, and like, because there are hard demands and deadlines that we need to meet sometimes, right? Um, but as a result, it has, a, has the tendency to become very work-like. So I, I give an example uh, that, that kind of, inspired this, this thing that I was thinking about is that um, I went to my church uh, like like retreat, like cell leaders retreat kind of thing. Then they were sharing, this is my first time there. So they were sharing about uh, some struggles that they had. And somebody said that um, they found that their, their conversations with people became very, uh, I guess, deadline based. So they said that um, they had to they had to speak to people because they needed something from them. But as a result, that's all they were speaking to them about. So, you know, they, they would text them, like they would initiate a conversation of, hey, how you been, you know, uh, over the last few days. And then after that, they would be like, hey, so I need this from you in a few days, you know. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, I think we've all been there before. But, um, you know, I think the, the thing we need to think about is how do we, uh, how do we go beyond that, you know. Uh, because when I replied to that person, right, uh, okay, the reason the person raised it up is because they were afraid that uh, people saw through the initial, like, how are you, you know, and then they would just be like, yeah, yeah, get on with what you want me to, <laughs> you want me to do. But at least for me personally, um, when I received such a message, maybe, maybe I'm just like ignorant, ignorant or whatever, but I don't, I don't get annoyed that, that you know they're trying to get me to do some form of work after that um, because i do value the, the 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 fact that we had an initial conversation about how we're doing and you know to catch up now. so that is just one example of how maybe it can become a bit too corporate with meeting deadlines and stuff but how do you guys see like balancing this whole thing can, can, I, give a, can I give the evil answer first yeah, yeah sure like we're exploring what i do is I asked people for the thing first, and then <laughs> given it to me. Then I asked, "How are you?" Hmm. But, yeah, the sender of those but, messages. But at that point, right? At that point, they don't. I really don't need them already, right? Then mm. I take time to find out how they really are. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's not evil, though. <laughs> no, that's really it's evil. It's evil. Of messages. In the middle. I mean, I think it's a very fine line. Um. I mean, can, I don't think I relate as much to this idea of like asking people to do work for me. But I think for me, it's just when I look at the ministry that I do, sometimes it's 
very um, works focused law. And I think for me, that's always an area of concern or something that I do struggle with, especially as a leader, because I, I need to get stuff done mm-hmm. and I don't have the capacity to do it myself. But at the same time, I don't want to be that person who's pushing work to people, right? To make people, to, force you, to cause you to burn out. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why like, it's very important for each person to be aligned with God when they, when they do what they need to do. Um, and I really like cannot em- cannot emphasize the importance of that any like any any stronger now that I'm in a position like case I've been leading for long for longer already right so I stepped back a lot more from like the on the ground planning and things like that and then I I moved into more of like a maybe lazier role of um, Megan arrows people that's what she's saying yeah I, see. <laughs> <laughs> I guide people along that's a nicer way of saying it yeah but I think um. With that is that is to have to build that trust and relationship with the person to so that you're in a place where you can ask them, are you working closely with God or not? And that's normally what I like tend to do a lot to make sure that to, to make sure that I have sufficient conversation with the person so that I know what their um like spiritual health is, whether they are far or near from God. Um and things like asking them very directly about like, have you been praying, how's your how's like how's your work with God? Have you been hearing from him? Have you been have you been spending time with him or not? Are questions that um I will force myself to ask really before I give them any work at all, which means like mm. before they even cross my mind. And because it's the danger, because work has to always be there. We have to, we have to admit that the work will always be there. The upside of things will always be there. Yeah. And the nature of us is that we like temporal pleasures. We like, we like the fulfillment of finishing an event. We like the, we like the fulfillment of achieving a deliverable that we have set. Maybe, maybe for even sell this, it could be to, you know, to text someone every single week, you know, these kind of achievables, we, we like, we, we, we thrive on these things. But, the things that we don't consider as much is that spiritual health behind it. Um, how's the person doing? Is the in- are the intentions right or not? Um, and we and I think the devil always uses these small small joys, right? Temporal pleasures to distract us from eternal um eternal priorities like, that we have that we're meant to have. Which is I mean what all sin is like, right? It's like that temporal pleasure, but hmm. the consequence is a, is a is separation from God. And is it really worth it, like? And the devil will tell us that in that moment it is because that temporal pleasure is great. Um. And I think that's why the importance is really to make sure that when whatever ministry you do, right, it doesn't matter how much work you give them, it doesn't matter how much or like what kind of work you give them, how much whether you're texting them for work or for whatever, it's important to build the relationship with the person so that you are able to keep the person accountable in their work with God. And if that person is relying on God, if that person's doing their quiet time, that person is still seeking God for him or herself, then you know, pile on the work, man. <laughs> the person can do it. Um because because you also know that when the person, because when I have that trust, like for example, my co-cell leader, right? I know that he works closely with God. So I can give him as much work as I want. Because I know that when he reach- reaches a point, he'll tell me that, hey, Matt, you know, like, I can't do this. Like, I'm drifting away from God because of how much work I have. Yeah. And we have that mutual trust in each other that um, we know that if we both value the same things, which is a strong foundation, strong relationship with God, um, no amount of work can uh, like cause it to disappear, I guess. Um, and I guess you can trust the person more. I don't know. That's my perspective towards things like, which is TLDR that um, when you when you are when with the problem of things becoming too corporate and outspoken and stuff like that, it's it's natural. Like it's natural that that there are a lot of things that needs to be done on a daily or like week to week basis. But the importance is you as a leader or you as the person who's coordinating all these things have to value the person's spiritual life like. You have to place that priority on spirituality. You need to focus that. Um, you need to focus on developing that person's inner man and never neglect that because when you lose sight of the importance of that, the people who you lead will follow suit. Like they also won't, they also will stop caring about your inner life and cultivating their inner life, which is exactly what distracts us from eternal purposes. Law. Yeah. So I think that's just 
my thoughts towards it. Yeah. You'd say that the, the, I guess the key to managing the balance is to realize that it's actually essential in the work, the op side of it as well. Like, because I think people tend to see them as two separate things. Um, yeah, but the fact that they're actually very closely interlinked and that you cannot have one without the other. Um, yeah, I think it, it's a very good way of, of, of striking the balance, or at least finding the balance there. I think for me also, it was, for me, the change was happened when I realized that it was easy to focus on. Hmm. Because sometimes we, we, run, we run away from it and we say that like, oh, you know, we are not, we cannot pursue we cannot pursue God at all if we're enjoying the ops or if we're like doing so much ops. But the reality of the fact is that we have to do these things because for the ministry to run at times. And the fact of the matter is that we actually will enjoy it just because it's a sense of purpose, a sense of accomplishment. And we're kind of like wired to enjoy all these small, like short-term, short-term goals, I guess. Or like, like what I said, temporal pleasures, right? So I think the main focus is as a leader, as the person who is in charge of it, to make sure that you or yourself are keep that goal in mind. Lor. Yeah, like what um, Gareth mentioned, the purpose has to be there. Um, you have to be purpose-driven before um, all these things can like bind together, I guess. I hope, I hope you all enjoyed that conversation. I mean, I hope that it was insightful in some way or you know, got you thinking a bit more. Um, yeah, and I, I, yeah, just thank you for taking the time to, to be here as well. So um, thanks so much for watching and I'll See you in the next episode of the Extreme Exchange. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Are we gonna hang out?